Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, to start with today, 25 deer have been shot at the Phoenix Park in Dublin in the latest cull to control the growing population of the wild animal there. The Office of Public Works, which manages the parks, hires marksmen a couple of times a year to shoot a section of the wild fallow deer. It also then sells on the carcasses to game dealers. The cult's carried out under licence. It's done under very stringent conditions. The licence is granted by the National Parks and Wildlife Service in conjunction with the School of Biology and Environmental Science at UCD. It's overseen by a qualified vet as well. And the public are informed of it in advance. Signs erected around the Phoenix Park this week ahead of the cull. There are thought to be around 600 wild fallow deer in the Phoenix Park at the moment. The OPW argues that a failure to control that population which has no natural predator in Ireland, in actual fact. There's no other animal that that feeds on or needs the fallow deer to survive. And they say that if the cull wasn't done, it would have a detrimental impact on the surrounding environment and indeed on other animals. One spokesperson from the OPW saying that if the animals weren't removed, food would become scarce and more animals, animals would ultimately suffer. Without population control, there'd be other welfare issues as well amongst the fallow deer, including low body fat, malnutrition and high incidence of death from exposure in the cold winter weather. They say that attempting to maintain too many deer within a restricted parkland would soon lead to a build-up of parasites as well and other pathogens causing disease in the deer. They're also highlighting a public safety issue. Uh, There are a number of collisions involving uh, cars and deer in the Phoenix Park every year. And again, they use that as their argument for these culls, saying they're completely necessary. Now, the Animal Rights Alliance is suggesting that this doesn't need to be done and that contraception is another way of stopping the deer from breeding. Uh, Or they say that, you know, maybe consideration being given to moving the animals to bigger areas. So to control the numbers in the Phoenix Park and move any excess to other parts of the country where the deer would thrive and they wouldn't have to be killed. Now on the line to talk to me about this in more detail is Bernie Wright, who's from the Alliance of Animal Rights. But before I speak to Bernie, I want to ask you a simple question. Is this deer culling cruel? Should it be stopped? Should other methods like those suggested by the uh, Animal Alliance of Animal Rights be adopted Or is it necessary? Is it only right? Is this what has to happen in order to keep the fallow deer under control in the Phoenix Park and maintain the health and of the ecosystem in there and indeed the safety of the public who transit through it? Bernie, thanks very much for joining us on the Niall Boylan Show. Your view Uh, on this is is pretty straightforward. This call is unnecessary. Definitely, Tara. Well, well, we feel it is because we have compassion for the animals and indeed all animals from, from our perspective. But when there is a humane option and a non-lethal option, we feel it should be tried and at least, you know, at least researched, which is what we're asking at this stage. We've done a bit of research ourselves on this. Um, mainly these non-lethal methods have been used on deer in America for a long time. There's a lot of deer in America, indeed. All the houses are usually surrounded by trees and that is all pretty wild over there. So um, they've they been the first to, to try this. It has also, there's a, uh, the, the medicine that we're talking about is Gonacon, G-O-N-A-C-O-N. And that's the one they've been using. There is another one that was taken off the market. 
the easy way to administer it. But I think one of the problems with the OPW was the expense element in this. That the deer would have to be knocked out and have to be this and have to be that and have to have a lot of staff on hand to manage them. Because they are wild. But in this case, it can be administered by injection. Okay, um, but, but, Bernie, I, I, but Bernie, in the first instance, you're talking about Gonicon and another medication that was withdrawn. The OPW are saying that there are no contraceptives licensed for use in free-living deer in Ireland. So they're saying that it's a licensing issue that, that isn't an option that is available or open to them at the moment. Do you and, accept and that? What, no, because why is a licensing issue not an issue, not an issue that, that, that can be dealt with because there's, there's pharmaceuticals, there's many pharmaceutical companies in Ireland now, I'm sure there's licenses there's licenses being given out for different medicines all the time. So why can't it be tried? Why can't it be tried? They haven't tried it. So they don't know if, if that, that medicine would be approved or not approved. So I mean, with all this being licensed all of the time. I mean, some of them, you know, human medicines that probably have killed people in the past. It can take years, Bernie, to license a medication for use in a, in a, a human or indeed. But, the, but think about the, the argument that the OPW puts forward that really what is needed here is to reduce the numbers of deer. So, OK, contraception would have an impact in some shape or form, but they wouldn't be able to, uh, to, to, to administer this to every deer because obviously they need to keep the population going as well. So, and if you take their argument that the more deer there are, the less food there is, the more aggressive the animals are going to become amongst one another. They're talking about um, if there's more deer, then there are more parasites. That will harm other animals, that uh, other wildlife that live in the park. Well, they have put up every argument that they could think of. I agree with that. Um, the, the numbers do need to be kept down, most likely, because humans want to use the park. Um, the, the, the thing that I was advocating there, it, it's an injection. It's injectionable, and it lasts from, for two to five years. It, it keeps keeps the deer from getting pregnant for two to five years. Not all of them. There's a percentage. I think it's about seventy percent. It works on, which I feel would probably be enough to keep the numbers down without just shooting them. Okay. Now rifles. I mean, I'm I'm no expert on, on this issue, but just well, I'm just not just, an just either. I've well, just off the up, top of my head, then know. let me put forward another suggested reason as to why that may not work as an option. If you are administering a contraceptive to the female deer, that's not going to do anything about either the population or the need to copulate for the male deer, and they are going to have fewer females to mate with. Would probably make them far more aggressive. And they'd probably well, the, actually do a lot of damage to each other. And we could have situations whereby rather than deer being, and I'm using the word in inverted commas, humanely culled, uh, that we would actually have deer injured, uh, bleeding and having a longer, much more painful death. Well, that's all hypothetical because it hasn't been tried. But male deer could be neutered. You know, the same as people get the I mean, I know it's not the ideal solution, but it's better than being shot in front of their families and and, and, and guys going out with rifles shooting into a herd of deer because that's what happens because we've seen it up there in the park. Bernie, so stay, I, Bernie stay with me a moment. I want to bring Peter in. Peter, you, how do you feel about the culling of deer in the Phoenix Park and elsewhere? Um, yeah, I'm for culling it. Um, if, if you need to keep the population under control, then uh, shoot away. Once, uh, once, once, once it's, um, not to say humanely, but once the meat is used and it's 
run back into society, whatever it is, or onto your dinner plate, or whatever. Like, shoot, shoot away. Like, you, you need to control the population. Um, I don't see the point in neutering them, the cost of it. You can just shoot it. I know you sorry, the other caller there was on the line saying it's like, um, saying uh, saying that it's uh, that it's not fair and all that uh, to kill them and kill them in front of their family. What happens in the wild when they get attacked by a wolf? Bernie? We were, we're not talking about the wild here. We're talking about the Felix Park. No, if what happens? Stick up, the, if we can stick on the issue. That, that is a topic. You have to remember they're a wild animal. So a wild animal will have natural predators. You don't have any natural predators in the they Phoenix Park. They don't have predators in the park. They, they don't have the predators. Why they so, need to be controlled, so, okay? So, so if they were in the wild, they would see a wolf coming along and eating their, their mommy or their dad or whatever it is. That's, that's just nature. Yeah. And you would see them, and, 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 the, and the little uh, bowl there would, would see their uh, mum or dad or grandparents or whatever it is uh, getting ripped apart by a dog. Or I mean, by yeah, a right. well, I, I think it's a fair point. It's a hypothetical picture. But we're just trying oh. to get to the issue here. I'm trying to get the Office of Public Works to at least consider another option that would mean less suffering for the deer. And that's where we're coming from. Do you... I, know they may, I know there's money made out of the carcasses. I know there's Yes, and that's, I was going to ask you about that, Bernie, because, we know all that. because, yes. because Peter raised that point. As long as the carcass is used, and it is, the OPW sell the carcass to a licensed game um, uh, practitioner, and the carcass is then used. So you have a relatively humane manner of of death for the animal, for the wild animal, which is, as Peter points out, they'd be at each other anyway. Um, and, and, you know, there's obviously going to be animals that are going to die every year anyway. And therefore, then the carcass is also being used. So well, it's not I mean, just it's not just destroying the animal without any thought or preparation or care um, and then discarding them. Well, I, d- I don't go... I go, don't go with that way of thinking anyway, because in the first place, every animal has a right to life. And this is their world, and, and they have a... Could I just say something without being interrupted? Yep. I, I think animals have a right to life, and we live in a species society, which because of slowly now ruining the planet, we have to change our ways, and it's about time that we got more humane instead of more brutal and uncaring if somebody sees an animal dying, usually they have the empathy to try and help them or, or they feel something that they would be feeling, which is empathy. Mm. So it, it's come to the point now that so many people just don't care. Let's, as he says, oh, just shoot away, shoot away. It doesn't matter. I can eat it for my dinner. That doesn't, that's not a reason. You know, that, that is not a reason to kill an animal because at this stage, we, we all know we have evolved a bit. From, from okay, but what about and, and and I and I understand you have the best of intentions here, but what about that point about the effect that not uh, culling the deer has on other wildlife that live in the Phoenix Park? But that is my point. I, I've given it an alternative solution, which is in use in America since, since the nineties. They're, they're, they're controlling deer in different parks in America, in near Washington. And that's where we research the information. And I'm sure these people in America could be contacted. And I'm also sure that if an application for a medicine went in, that, that the application could have a chance of getting through and being used. 
I'm not going negative on this. I'm just saying that the, the, the solution that I'm putting forward is not pie in the sky. Yeah, and you'd like them to just try it. Just try it even for a couple of well, years. I mean, is that what you're suggesting? It has, to, it has to start with something. Jason, you know. I, Jason, I want to bring you in here as well. Welcome to the Nile Boylan Show. I mean, we've heard um, from Bernie there that other solutions should be considered. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I do. Uh, I was driving through the Phoenix Park the other day, actually, and uh, my son with me, and I was. There was a lot. There was a lot of young deer, a lot of young fawns there, and and I said to my son, "Oh, look at all the deer, son. You know, and just they all look so young and fragile, and you know, and just the thought of someone coming up and shooting them in front of them. And I know, look, I know what the other guy is saying. Yeah, put them on the dinner plate and all. It's just a bit. It's a bit. Harsh. <laughs> did you, know you I mean? did you watch Bambi as a child, Jason? Is that is that where this is coming from? Look, I, I yes, kind of. There is an element of that, okay. But at the same time, it, uh, neutering the, the, the males would be a great idea, wouldn't it? And then you just you have the the exact population you want, and it's not you don't need a call. Uh, you could also move them on to other wild places around the country. Do you know what I mean? But on, on then they, they may... What, what about the point that in actual fact, if you move them and, I mean, as Bernie outlined, that's something that's been done in the US as well, moving them around. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you move them to, I don't know, the wilds of Westmead, say? Yeah. At least in the Phoenix Park, they're controlled, they're taken care of. The Office of Public Works is there and trained staff, more importantly, are there to oversee their welfare. Well, then they shouldn't be considered as wild animals then because they're not if they're being looked after. They're not wild animals. Right. It's not very well to say, oh, they're wild animals, but they're not really because they're in an enclosed space in the Phoenix Park. And the other guy's point about uh, a wolf, what happens if a wolf comes along and attacks him in the wild? Well, I know that's not going to happen in Phoenix Park, but his point was, well, the the, 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 the rest of the family is going to see the, the mother or the, 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 the father being eaten alive. But, you know, the, the, at least the deer has a chance to run. You know, it's a survival of the fittest in the wild, but the Phoenix Park is not the wild. It's a controlled environment. They're 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 kept in a certain place. So technically they're if you like, they're pets because they're being looked after. And, and Bernie Bernie right Bernie, what do you what do you think? Um I presume you'd largely be in agreement with Jason on all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well he made a few points that I forgot about. Um well done, but I mean the the point is there's about 300,000 deer in Ireland, um, and, and a lot of them are, are out in the wild or whatever. Um, so it, it would save a lot of them because the likes of the TDs, the, the Healy Rays, and that, they want to kill too. They'd come out with the same stuff that the first guy came out with. Oh, no, just shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. Let's get these foreigners in. Let's give them licenses. Let's make money out of it, and then make money out of the carcasses. Like, I mean, that's paramount on so many people's minds they don't think about the sentience of the animals and I think really animals we're not giving them enough credit we're, we're learning more all the time and, and more and more these animals are understanding things, they're caring for each other it, the, the, the cows or whatever in the slaughterhouses don't want to go there they turn back you know, I mean, no animal wants to die and these animals are gentle creatures that would probably never hurt anybody 
I know the, the rutting the, the, disease. And then yeah, the well, I was, was going to say, Bernie, wise. the point yeah. is, is that in actual fact, what happens is they, they, they hurt each other. They turn on each other. They hurt each other. That is, you know, I mean, let, you know, we're talking about wild animals here. We're talking about no, their not. own. Well, we, we, we kind of are because <laughs> they are wild animals, albeit. They're in the protected environments where they're looked after. So they're, I mean, uh, therefore, then maybe incredibly they, lucky wild well, animals, well, so to speak, Jason. Have a bigger, no, look at the animals in the zoo. They're in the Phoenix Park also. They're not wild animals. They're in captivity. They're in the zoo. Mm. Technically, the deer in the Phoenix Park are just in a bigger zoo because they're allowed to roam. They're not a a danger to society. So, therefore, they're allowed to roam free in the park itself. But they're kept there. They're looked after. You know, they're still pets or they're still kept animals. They're not wild animals. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we can't really compare to zoos because zoos and places like Taylor Park and all the rest. I mean, the, the, the number of animals that are killed is horrendous. They didn't even want to give out the numbers. But, I mean, anywhere that, that humans step in and try and take over the lives of other animals, it ends up badly for the animals. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Let's give these deer a chance. There's a lot of deer in Ireland. And if they adopted the contraceptive issue, if they found one that worked and used it, it would be far more humane and a lot of other places could use it too. It wouldn't be just in the Phoenix Park. There's a lot of places and a lot of parks around Ireland that have deer. Tara. So it would be a win-win situation for deer. We could get something that worked. Jason, you want to come in there? Yeah, I would just say, like, I would, I would well believe in this, the way this country is, everything is cost. And, and the way this country is, it, it probably costs too much to neuter them. I would have to pay a vet. And we'd have to pay him, you know, for so many hundred deer. So, I don't know, it's cheaper to shoot them. Let's shoot them. Well, That's I mean, they, just... they, they, pay, they pay for them to be cold as well. There is a cost in that. And it does run into the thousands. It does run into the thousands. Yeah, I don't have the exact figure in front of me. Each male. I would say no. I, I could be wrong. I'm open to correction. Bernie, you're the you're the advocate for uh, for the contraception. Do you have any idea of the costs involved in that as an option? Well, the contraception I was speaking about is an injection, and it it has to be given once one year and two years later once again, and then it lasts for five years. That's for me, no problem. And sorry, <laughs> the, 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 I didn't. I missed when you said the cost. What's the actual cost? I, I don't know about the cost, like, because it would be a dollars anyway over there, so it's not written the cost. Mm, I but, know, but we could convert uh, it. But, I mean, are we talking, are we talking about, option. are we talking about a figure that would far surpass what's paid to cull them? Oh, definitely, yes. Because to get in the, the range and everything else to kill them. So, as, as well as that, it, it would be less labour intensive because after giving us the second year, there would be, I think, something like 75-80% of deer would be in fair time. Now, our, um, whiz, our whiz producer, Helena, here has just come back to me to say that she's gotten a figure there. It's between $300 and $1,000 per deer. If you've got 600 deer, even if you're culling 20 of them and it's costing 500 even or 1000 per deer, that's a huge cost for the taxpayer to to pay, to pay um, for for deer that could be culled and in actual fact some would say maybe that's you know that that's being done in a humane way I want to bring Tom in Tom what's your Sorry, view on this do you think they should well, sorry, uh, just, I, 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 I yeah, okay, go on, answer that one quickly Bernie, I want to yeah, bring Tom well, in well, we're, kind of, we're talking about fighting on here they spend money on whatever they want to spend it on and I mean, just one example Seeing as you have mentioned large amounts of money and taxpayers' money, 80 million 
is given to the, the Irish Greyhound Board every year to continue gambling and to abuse greyhounds. So we don't agree with that either. The money is given out to, for whatever purpose that suits them. And I really think public opinion is against that. Nobody wants the money given to gamblers. Okay, Bernie, for in the first instance, your line is kind of going there, but I think we take your point on. I get the point you're making about the greyhound industry and the, uh, you know, the funding, the millions, uh, tens of millions of funding that goes into greyhound, uh, the greyhound industry every year. Uh, uh, Tom, where are you? Where do you stand on this? Would you be happy as a taxpayer to be seeing a bill of maybe twenty grand a couple of times a year to be spent on contraception for deer in the Phoenix Park? Well, I think that's a lot of silliness. So really, do, do, why not cull them? And, and, and they're good food. Wouldn't they be given out to the people who were robbers? Well, Bernie, food banks or whatever. Bernie, you know? Bernie seems to think that you know we we need to be uh, we need to be more mindful of the environment. That we need to um, you know we need to to be thinking about our responsibility to the planet. We need to be changing our way of thinking here, and we shouldn't be viewing them as a food source. Is that right, Bernie? I don't want to put words in oh, your mouth, but definitely, definitely, yes. Nobody needs meat. So there you I go, Tom. You don't, if you're not going to cull them, what are you going to do with them? I've already said what I suggested. Maybe well, this is the first part of the programme. Taxpayers, taxpayers' money on, on, on something that, that's, been, that's happening all over the world. They, they, cull, they cull all kinds of animals in different parts of the world. It yeah, but that doesn't done. make it right. Whoever you are, that uh, doesn't make it right. Maybe you're a shooter. I don't know. I'm Another not a shooter, not at all. It's just, just, just my opinion. It's my opinion. And I, I would give the animals the benefit of the doubt they inhabit the planet the same as we do and it's their world. We haven't got a right to do this to them. And what I have advocated there was researching the contraceptive issue which appears from all I've read to work out a more thrifty issue, a more thrifty way of doing things because they're using it in America and it's saving them money. Yeah, well, so, it's, it's, America is a big country they can afford that kind that, of thing. Whether America is a big country or not, that is irrelevant. And there's well, a lot more. Well, there, it's not irrelevant, uh, Bernie. It's not irrelevant because the, the Phoenix Park is, is you know, a certain uh, acreage. In America, we're talking about expanses of wilderness. So it's maybe not such a critical issue that there are still more deer, um, but that they're not, they're, they're, you know, that there aren't further generations coming through. But they, the ones that are, that are left then, that are allowed to age, that are allowed to die naturally, have a lot more space and area to roam in. The Phoenix Park is a certain area. If you think about it from the point of view of uh, the the road incidents that involve deer well every said, year. Sarah, well said. That's if you think I'm about from yeah. from from the point yeah, of view of the well, road, could I, I mention something else like that? And I could also mention the fact that they're they're in among people and people walking their dogs, which is something I I think the past. But I mean, four deer have been in because they were chased by dogs in the park. You need to control the people's view as to what they're doing with their other animals. Mm, well, you know? I mean, to be honest with you, Bernie, I'm with you on that one because I'm not exactly the biggest fan of dogs, it has to be said. I'm quite terrified of them, if the truth be told. Uh, but look, valid points, I think, on a number of sides of the argument there. Uh, we may come back to this topic a, a little bit later on. We had a huge response to the topic of deer culling that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the show. So we're actually going to return to that uh, for um, a 
little while. Um, so if you have strong views one way or the other, do you think that the culling of the deer in the Phoenix Park and elsewhere is absolutely necessary? The OPW insists that it is and they say that they're doing it in the humane fashion, uh, shooting um, under the uh, instruction and observation of uh, veterinarians and then using the meat, selling the meat on um, so that it's put to purpose. Or do you agree with the Alliance of Animal Rights that other options should be looked at um, that uh, contraceptives for deer should uh, be used instead? Uh, let us know your thoughts. Here's one of them. It'd be lovely if we could do it, but we can't do that. Sure, we can't even have free contraception for the humans of Ireland, never mind the deers. It's just a sad reality. Uh, it's the food chain, it's the circle of life, and uh, I hopefully it's done humanely. That is the main thing. So there we go. That's the view of one of our listeners. Trevor, I want to bring you in here. You actually uh, saw some of this going on in the Phoenix Park the other day. Is that right? Um, hi, Tara. No, it wasn't actually the other day. It was about one or two years ago. Okay. Uh, I, I use the park on a regular basis. I have a dog and I live locally as well. And I actually got caught up in the call inadvertently. Um, so it was some sort of caretaker on site in the truck who kind of, you know, dashed over to me in his truck and he said, like, you know, get out of here. Did you not see the signs? And I hadn't seen any signs. It was actually over near, say, near the Cheshire home, the Carroll home uh, uh, care center. And I just, uh, you know, made my way away. I had, I had actually heard uh, shots. I wasn't sure if there were shots, but obviously when he came over in a, in a flat, it was clear there were uh, gunshots. So I made, I just got, I got the hell out of there and I went over to, Kept, I went over to the uh, main avenue, was Chesterfield Avenue, to the park. And uh, sure enough, after a short while, like, a huge herd of deer came racing down, absolutely terrified, petrified, out of their skins in mm. fear. And um, I just felt it was just appalling. So would you be inclined to agree then with the uh, Alliance of Animal Rights and Bernie Wright, who was on with us earlier on today, that this shouldn't be done in this way? Well, I just think there's a serious question mark about the OBW's approach. I'm only speaking from my own personal safety point of view. Um, that particular day, there was there were signs, but very few. I hadn't seen the signs. The other thing is the park was actually widely open to motorists and the public. Um, so if they are going to do this uh, this shooting call, why don't they secure the, car- the, the park properly? But um, on a separate issue, I just think that the whole thing is, is gross. Um, on the one hand, the deer are a huge draw for tourists and residents and local people in the area. They're absolutely gorgeous. People like to interact with them. They like to view them, photograph them, feed them, etc. They're a fantastic fixture to have in, in, in what is a fantastic, a fantastic fixture itself, the Phoenix Park. And uh, the OPW needs to be looking at the more uh, a more human, humanly friendly, humane way of dealing with this problem. Okay, Morris, um, you also have a view on this. Um, you you think they should be culled? Yes, um, Tara, I've just come by the Phoenix Park and I've seen a stag sitting down having a rest and there's one beside him. One of his antlers is gone and he's limping. So the rutting season is on, okay? That's where they fight each other for the females. Yeah. What do I see every day when I'm coming through the park? I live quite near stupid human beings going up to animals with corns on the cob and bread and other green like cabbage or Brussels sprouts, feeding wild animals, bringing their children into the danger zone. These animals fight each other for the, the right to breed with the females, the does, right? And here's these clowns putting it up on social media. Had a lovely day in the park today. Met Mr. Deer, met Mrs. Deer. The kids got selfies. 
Are they stupid putting their children in danger? Well, I, know, I, I know the OPW recently appealed for people to stop trying to take selfies with it's the deer horrendous. and outline to them that they are, you know, they're, they're dang- they kept potentially dangerous. They're wild animals living in a confined area. Now, I live quite close to the park, right? And on the Chapel Lizard Road, across from the park, there's a GAA pitch. You'd want to see the size of the stags that meander out there at five in the morning across to the GAA pitch, holding the work, luscious grass, Okay. And then I had a relative who was sick in Mary's hospital within the park. The size of the stags, they're like donkeys mm. because they eat well up there. All I'm saying to people is forget about them being friendly and near the zoo. They are wild animals. I have a video of two of them. You know when they lock horns together? Yeah. When they rust? Yeah. Oh, the, the noise of it and the viciousness of it until one of them runs away defeated. So I think the kindest thing you can do to a, an injured animal is put a bullet in its head and put it out with its misery. Forget about all out this, oh, be gentle, be nice, put them up in the mountains and they'll be grand. They're wild as far as it goes. There is some clever ones who ramble outside the gate, even in Castle Knock, and go onto the grass, green grass area, and eat the grass. And do you know what they did one day? I watched them. They actually crossed at the, the traffic lights. <laughs> they crossed at the traffic lights. <laughs> at the pedestrian lights. crossing like Exactly, exactly. Meandered across the road. I couldn't believe it. What a clever animal. But the stupid human beings, Tara, they're not listening to the OPW. They have their children in around male and female there in the park. But I think the kindest thing you can do, because one of my friends is a ranger in there, and he said some of the condition that we get them in after they've been fighting, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're alive. And he said the kindest thing to do is put them out of their pain and their misery and call them and let somebody have a nice day. So Trevor, Trevor, I want to come back to you because you're one of those humans, albeit you didn't see the signs that um, that the OPW had put up, but you got uh, caught yeah. up in this. But it's, it's stupid humans like you, actually, that are the problem, not necessarily the deer, according to Mark. Yeah, well, I don't, um, I don't approach deer. I actually came across a deer that was uh, on one occasion who was caught up in a fence and couldn't re- release itself. And I actually, in an ideal situation, I would have wished I had I had the pliers in my hand that I could have um, cut the cut the wire and let him off. But um, I phoned the OPW. Um, like in that case, I wasn't one of the stupid human beings in that I had a personal safe. Uh, my own personal safety was uh, up there, you know. But again, like I felt really sorry for the deer, and I phoned the OPW notifying them of it and hoping to, uh, against hope that they would actually come and release the deer. And I phoned shortly afterwards, and they said, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, we we got that deer and, and we released it." Like, and I just said, "Oh, look, you know, uh, you know what? I think they just, you know, euthanized that poor deer, you know." Yeah. And so do you get the point that Morris was trying to make that when you have animals who are rushing, that's what they do. That's their nature. Uh, it's a competitive battle. They could end up with very severe injuries. Absolutely. He talked about one, I that they should, that. they there, should there be shot. Certain, and that in absolutely. actual fact, that there, is the most humane way to deal with in it. In certain cases, I'm sure uh, it's the, the most humane and sympathetic thing to, to, to do with the deer. But I would be concerned about the OPW. I would be concerned about the Rangers and this arrangement of getting uh, game shooters in. And there's obviously a commercial arrangement or some sort of an arrangement with the game there butchers is, yeah. as well. There is, yeah. So I'm, I hope and hope against hope that there is proper oversight and audit on all of that and there is no friendly stuff going on. 
they to be to, to, from what I've read of the OPW, Trevor, that it, it certainly seems to be something that is uh, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed on. Uh, Dave, where are you on this issue of deer culling in the Phoenix Park? Should we have deer in the park at all? Is it not now the 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 city is too big and too busy? Too many people are transiting through the park. Should we move moving them out of there anyway? For sure. I mean, if they're okay in the park and they're not causing any problems, I don't really see what the problem is. Like, we're keeping the numbers down and they're fairly well kept. So, what's the big deal? So, you wouldn't see um, the you, you wouldn't see the issue with the manner in which we're keeping the numbers not down? Not at all. I actually, I did a bit of looking into it there uh, earlier on. And you know the way your woman was going on about contraceptives? The yes, contraceptives her name was Bernie. <laughs> Without Bernie, sorry, yeah. Um, they can have a more detrimental effect than just putting a bullet through the heart because if the deer uh, die of natural causes, you'll have like foxes, crows, other animals will eat the, eat the carcass. Um, they're steroidal-based uh, contraceptives, so they can have a detrimental effect on the animals that feed on them, but even their urine and feces that they leave around the place can actually have a damaging effect on the ecosystem. And as well as that, to actually uh, administer the contraceptive properly, you need to know, like, the proper weight of the deer to give it a proper dose. So for you to be able to get in and, like, get what weight the deer is, get the dosage properly, you can actually change the herd's behavior and how they, they, they interact with people. You know, so the easiest option is just put a bullet through the heart. You know, it's, it's a deer. It's not like we're lining up human beings and shooting them. They're deer. Yeah, okay. Um so do you think, though, that, I mean, what about, what about the argument that, 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 uh, that Trevor was making that, you know, it's in actual fact, the cull itself can prove kind of dangerous? Well, I suppose it can if you can, you know, if they spooked them and if they were to run out into the road. But, like, I highly doubt that, like, a sniper who's going culling the deer is going to shoot them while they're so close to human beings or... You know, where human activity is going on. Like, I, I'm, Trevor, you, you I saw was very different. close to the shooter at well, no, the, on that particular enough, occasion. But, but I like, how many times does that happen? Like, it, you're probably going to get the odd blip every now and again, but like, I've never opened up the paper and heard of like wild, crazed deer terrorized housing estate. Do you know? So, like, maybe it might happen the odd time, but I mean, the, the OPW seem to, to, to know their shit when it comes to this. But just a quick question. Do, do people actually go up and try to take selfies with the deer? Is that actually a thing? There was a warning issued by the Office of Public Works and um, and the rangers in the Phoenix Park literally weeks ago warning people that, uh, that these are unpredictable wild animals, that they're yeah. in their mating season, that they're rushing um, and that please do not approach the deer uh, to take selfies. That is what the OPW said. Jesus Christ. And I you presume if they're issuing a warning, that's because they've seen it. Jesus, some people are fair stupid. Do you know what? If, if that becomes a problem, then maybe they should just for the deer's sake. Do you know? Just so if a deer attacks a person, the deer doesn't have to be t- put down because people are stupid. Do you know, I don't really don't see the big issue here. Do you know, they're deer. Like... <laughs> Yes, but the the numbers are what is that? What what is the issue here? It's the numbers of them, Dave. Yeah, but they keep the they keep the numbers down, don't they? And I mean, in fairness, like you said at the start of the show, they're doing it for the deer's sake, so they don't overpopulate, so disease doesn't spread. And as well, another thing with the contraceptives as well, the contraceptives only have a ten to fifteen percent success rate. And even if you were to try and sterilize the males, one male deer is enough to sire a large herd. 
Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I made that point to Bernie when she was on with us that, you know, I could see from my uneducated standpoint, I could see potential problems with that because just because you have a certain number of deer um, that uh, have been administered a contraception um, or have been docked or have been spayed, it's not going to take away the aggression of the other males who are actually then potentially in a more competitive situation for the smaller number of females. And I'd imagine like the criteria they used to you know, kill the deer are like the older deer or maybe deer aren't who aren't doing as well or maybe sick deer. Do you know? That's, not that hasn't to... been made clear, but I would imagine you're right, imagine, yeah. So that's the way like predators naturally do it. Like you're not going to go in and like wipe out like half of a healthy herd and leave like, you know, the run to the litter, for lack of a better expression, to, to run free. You know, so the herd is kept small, the deer are healthy, people are getting meat out of it. It's a win-win situation. Some uh, people texting into the programme to suggest, could it not be possible to transfer some of these deer down to the National Park in Galway, Donegal, um, and shoot a lot of them, make big pots of casserole and feed the homeless with them. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.